what up you guys welcome to the anointed sinners podcast a podcast about a sinner myself that's been anointed by the holy one to do what i do on this podcast what do i do on this podcast discuss my walk with christ with other believers this is not a debate just a discussion hey guys so a couple weeks ago i put out a question on instagram and that's kind of how i feel out what my episodes are going to be about and today i'm talking to my friend stephanie smith um about rest she said that the church don't talk enough about rest which is thought-provoking because i don't think i think i don't think any of us think about rest enough um in the sense of just us being tired but um rest in a spiritual manner um is something i i agree hasn't been talked about enough so Sammy, do you mind like giving me some thought into why you chose that as a question or something yeah. the church doesn't talk about enough why does that yeah. why was that interesting to you definitely so the reason why i said rest is because so many times we are involved in church um a large portion of people volunteer and it's it's almost like we volunteer we do all these things um and then they are like, oh, great. Like this person is super consistent. They're always here. Let's yeah. go ahead and let's make them a leader. Yeah. So then you have like even more responsibility, which yeah. obviously as a leader, um, that is part of it. But then there comes a, a place where when you as the person or as the volunteer, you start to get tired. Um, yeah. And I think that it comes from you, uh, I think it comes from people wanting to, you know, they're like, oh, this is, this, I'm serving the Lord. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. But then they forget of like, oh, well, there's actually a Sabbath and I haven't been honoring that. But what something that I've found and the reason, the main reason why I said rest is something that the church doesn't talk about enough is because I myself went through a season where I was doing and serving and all these different things. And then I wanted to take time to rest because I felt like I didn't have anything else to right. give right. and how am I supposed to serve God's people when I'm trying to pour out of an empty jug right. it's not po right. it's not possible right so I think it's imperative that as Christians and not even as Christians but just as as human beings yeah. we we define what rest is yeah so if you don't if you don't know what something is like what the definition is then how are you supposed to have an expectation as to to what it looks like it's like you only know what a tree is is because someone said look that is a tree right, right. good point good point right so, so if you don't but so if you don't know what rest is then how can you ever abide by it or stick to it so how um, did you discover what rest was for you yeah, so uh, it came from the season of always doing and serving in the church, and then taking a step back. And I realized, wow, like, I didn't realize how tired I was, and how much I had poured out, and how empty I was until I took time to not do anything. I didn't do anything. Like, I just went to work, um, went to the gym, worked out, hung out with some friends. And honestly, I didn't even really go to church that much. Um but it was the time that I needed to yeah. rest. Yeah. So after you had um, brought that, so I'm in a season right now. And when you brought it up, I wasn't there. I was there. I, I recently just had a kid for most people that don't know on my podcast, I have a 
three month old and rest is far it's scarce y'all it's scarce it doesn't happen very often you're running off their schedule they're the bosses of the house and I'm all for it um for now but now I'm going into the new season of going back to work me and my husband are blessed to be able to have some time off together as a family and I'm really grateful for it but now we have to we're going into a season of sleep training him so that I can get more rest um but I never valued rest until now like Mm -hmm. even the rest that I get now I feel like it's not quality but it's it's something right um but once you had mentioned that rest I did reflect on my time when I used to serve um when you volunteer in a church most of the time you volunteer on a Sunday and that's the Sabbath so it's like when and then you have work on Monday through Friday and then Saturday is normally your busy day of like oh I never got everything done during the week so this is what I'm going to do now I'm going to use Saturday to catch up on everything that I didn't get to do Monday through Friday so then Sunday comes and you gotta get up early and sometimes people have afternoon services I know um certain churches have afternoon and evening services but even then you're still not resting especially if you're volunteering you're you got to go earlier than the service starts and then you stay later than the service ends so you really don't have quality rest so um I'm glad that you mentioned it in the um post that I made because I never thought about it that way and it actually made me want to dig a little bit into scripture and what scripture said about rest and um one that spoke to me was uh a few verses in Hebrews 4 verse 1 through 11 but specifically you guys can always go check open up your bibles yourselves and look at it so um from those verses I have specifically honed in on Hebrews 4 verse 4 through verse 6 and it says for he has somewhere spoken of the seventh day in this way and God rested on the seventh day from all his work and again this passage says they shall not enter my rest since therefore it remains for some to enter it and those who formerly received the good news failed to enter it because of disobedience and disobedience right you wouldn't think that not gaining rest is a form of disobedience. I don't know right. about you, but I never, I've read Hebrews before and I never noticed that verse as, as like so, um, not authoritative, but so important for rest. I never evaluated that that verse like that. And after you put it out there, I mean, when you think about rest, right? You are at peace at, with with life in order to be to go to sleep and get a sound night's rest your mind can't be occupied and in I feel like in God's sense nobody knows who wrote Hebrews that's still like a big old question mark of who wrote it so I can't I can't relate to the author of like what he was going through I can only relate to the people that he's talking about which is us and I feel like I can't go to sleep if my mind is busy so if I haven't given my problems issues and worries and concerns to God to allow him to give me that rest then I'm continuing to try and do good works which means that I'm not I'm not functioning enough to allow him to do what he does which is to lead me how can I hear God if I'm not allowing myself the rest for him to speak to me because God could be speaking to you but you might not receive it for the simple fact that you got so many other things going on um so for you in those times when you took your your days of rest from like the church and some of your other activities and stuff like that, do you feel like God was able to speak to you more 
during that time? And if so, what was that like for you? Yeah, I think, you know, it all, it all stems back to like the verse that you're talking about, um, rest and not taking time to rest is a form of disobedience. But what I think I learned in those times of stepping away is that like God wanted, God wants me to want to come to him. Yeah. Um, and when I do that, he's able to fill me up because my head is clear. Yep. Um, I'm, my focus is on him and it's not yeah. on, you know, uh, oh, I got to go and do this and this and, right, this right. and all these different things. My mind is clear and I'm not right. being distracted by the things of this world or the things that I put on my plate. And I'm focused on him. And, you know, I really do think that one of the main reasons the church doesn't talk about rest enough is because um, people in the church lack boundaries. Come on, come on. So they don't talk about it enough because they don't have the proper boundaries. Right. Because if they had the proper boundaries, they would they would acknowledge when people say, Hey, actually, I'm really tired. I just need to take maybe a month off. Um, And they wouldn't frown upon that. They wouldn't say, Oh, like, why are you pushing back? Is something wrong? No, I'm tired. And I am going to put up this boundary. And people and some people in the church don't recognize that that's a boundary because they, they too themselves don't have proper boundaries. But the thing is, is when you put up that boundary, everybody, everybody's like, oh, yay, go for healthy boundaries until a boundary is imposed upon them. And they're like, whoa, 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 what happened? What happened? Yeah. It's like, no, like this is a healthy boundary for me. And um, this isn't, this is something that I'm not budging from. So either you can say, okay, cool. Yeah. Like we can do that. Right. Um, or you can be like, um, no, actually we're going to continue moving on and you'll find your answer. Yeah, like you'll you'll see where your worth is to those other people and to the church if they acknowledge that you have spent time with the Lord and you really do think that you need rest and they agree and are are okay with it or if they just continue on and that's it. So, so you boundaries was a good good point that you made because I've seen over the years um, a lot of pastors take sabbaticals over the summer. So I, it's funny that for volunteers, it's not well um, taught to take a rest and take a break, but higher up, everybody takes breaks. And it's like, your church functions mainly off volunteers. Like, yeah, you have a staff, but the way that the rest of people interact, it's really the heart of the church is the volunteers and the people that come to the church. And if they are already weak and tired and not rested, I don't see how the rest of the church isn't seeing the the disconnection. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys are right. taking off time. I mean, I understand that staff, that's their full-time jobs, but we have full-time jobs on top of all the dedication we're putting into um, volunteering. So that makes sense. I'm glad that you created that healthy boundary and that healthy boundary that you talked about, it goes beyond the church, right? Like sometimes. Absolutely. Oh yeah. And like you see it. You, you see it in um, just in like corporate America where people lack boundaries. Like they, they work nine to five, they come home, eat dinner, and then they're back at work again. And I'm like, that's not healthy, yeah. but that's what is accepted in that culture. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful for um, the place that I'm at now and where I'm working is like, they do have 
they do have healthy boundaries for like, okay, like we work from nine to five, whatever, whatever your hours are, this is what we work through. Um, and then after that, it's not expected to like, if I get an email at eight o'clock, I'm not expected to return that email until I get to work the next morning. Exactly. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mean, in good work boundaries, I feel like, you know, where we've been inside of a, um, uh, pandemic and a lot of people have now been working from home and a lot of people don't have that boundary of, um, not continuing to work once they get home. Some people keep working once they get home and it's like, where's your healthy boundary of like, okay, five o'clock is it? And a lot of, some companies expect that of you. They're like, you're home. You have the laptop, you have the means to continue to work, but who tells me want to continue to work? I know after five, shoot, actually at four fifty, I'm already mentally checked out. I've I I've answered my last email. I have the green dot on just so people know that I'm here if you have a question. But most likely, I'm not going to get back to you till the next day. But I at least know how to start my next day by entering that conversation with you because obviously it was urgent for you to let me know at the end of the day. Um, yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm glad you found your balance with healthy boundaries within work and within church, because those are two major parts of a lot of people's lives that they don't have. Um, I feel like uh, healthy boundaries go across friendships as well. Like, oh, for sure. Sometimes we need breaks from our friends, not to say that, like, you know, they're a nuisance or they're overwhelming or anything like that. But some friends are seasons and sometimes they're in very challenging seasons where you have to pour a lot into them and then you don't have enough to refill yourself like it's 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 a it's a them season it's like I gotta encourage you I gotta support Mm -hmm. stuff like that and there's no shade to that that everybody needs those type of people in their lives then again there's all you could be overwhelmed with that you might have 10 of those type of friends you'd only Mm -hmm. thought when they got it together for the moment (laughs) as you keep pouring out you keep losing that energy and you're like I need to refill um I think for me in my season or what it looks like for me to rest um requires a lot I used to be a bit heavy reader like in this in scripture um not to say that I don't read scripture anymore but that used to be like what fills me um Mm -hmm. certainly worship has been my kind of like rest period um because it's only quick right like I only got hours in between naps and feedings for rest um but I feel more filled um when I can worship um so I'll turn on my playlist you know I'll sit back I'll relax and I probably through worship I have prayed you know and let all put all my concerns and stuff out there and and allowed um, God to speak to me and it might not happen right then he might not speak to me right in that moment of worship right but um in that I feel at peace so expanding on the peace that God gives you when you rest um Philippians 4 verse 4 through 7 really has spoken to me throughout my pregnancy and postpartum um however once I started digging into scriptures of rest and allow God to speak to me or reveal certain things to me, it brought me back to specific parts of those scriptures, which was um, Philippians 4, 6 um, through 7. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in mm. every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind. I think that 
um, we forget that rest isn't just a physical thing. It's a mental thing. Um, mm, so so when we worship or we pray, um, we are p- making a request known to God. And if we trust in that and have faith in that, um, God will give us the rest in, or, or so the peace of mind um, so that we can not be so consumed with worry and doubt and fear of that and not be anxious about it anymore because we, we, we left it at God and we left it with him and let him figure it out. Um, I think that sometimes when we think of rest, we always just think of the physical, um, a nap, you know, a vacation, um, something like that. But it, it, it's simply not having to mentally cycle through the same thoughts over and over again, um, not being able not having to be anxious about anything. So we talked about what rest is. Um, and you mentioned that in order to know what something is, you need to know what it's not. So what was rest? What? How did you identify what rest wasn't to you? So you knew what to look for when you, self, um, when you sought out rest. So rest, for me, what rest is not yeah. um, is not spending time in the word like just completely like forgetting about reading my bible or taking time whether that's in my car to listen to worship music um to at least like open my bible app Mm -hmm. some days I like open it and I'm like oh good like at least I read a scripture today like (laughs) some days are a struggle but you know, I got my scripture in scripture today. I got it. Um, but what I have found is that for me, not what rest does not look like in my life is a jam packed schedule with no breathing room with no time for myself. Cause I, I love being around people, but it's like this catch 22 of like, I love being around people, but it also really tires me out. So I have to have time where I'm, I spend intentional time with people because that's important to me. But then I also have to be super intentional about spending time with myself and that mainly being in the morning, I spend time with God. That's, that's how I've always worked. But I know that when I don't do that, I start this cycle of this, this, just this pattern of not taking time to rest. So for me, I know that that is something that it doesn't look like. Or when my weekends, I'd like pack my weekends full. And it seems like I go, I work five days and then I have two days of like running around doing all these different things. And then boom, I'm right back at work again. And it feels like I've been working for four weeks straight when in reality I haven't, I just haven't taken time to, to have the proper boundaries and the proper priorities in place so that I can do what fills me up and be in a place where I can receive what God has for me. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I feel like uh, rest for me as well is when it's overwhelmingly busy, when I have too much going on, mm-hmm. enough time, like you said, to spend with God, to, whether that be in worship or scripture or, or whatever that might be for any anybody, um, that, that time that you invest with God probably became too busy where you, you know you're not rested um, because you don't have, a moment to speak with God, make your request known. Cause I know for me, my prayers are super 
simple. I, I think of prayer as a conversation with a, any other person. So I'm normally on a car ride. If I haven't had a car ride, if I don't have time right now during COVID to go to the grocery store and have my conversations with God or a walk or whatever that may, might be for people, um, if you don't have that time to just empty out your thoughts with God and empty out your worries and your concerns with God, if you're too busy to do that, you're clearly not rested. You, you're in need of some rest. Um, I also think some people's rest is clutter, you know, like you just got too much, you got everything everywhere because you haven't had a time to breathe and restructure and reorganize and get yourself back to your normal state. Um, so I agree, both of us, busyness is a good one. And I feel like, you know, throughout COVID, we all have had somewhat of a slowdown. So we, we can identify now um, what it looked like the previous season of unrest. And now we know what it is to be rested. So I guess for you, I know you said you had um, an act, an action plan, I think you said. Um, maintain the rest once you find it. Yeah. So what I, I like to call it is a, like a call to action. Um, what, do I, what am I going to do now that, well, you know, honestly, I think the first thing, because if you don't know what rest is, then you need to define it. Um, and so this is kind of how I have defined it. And it's the absence of activity or movement mm. means that you're settled in a place, but you're settled in a place of victory or with security or with your salvation. Um, that is, so in my mind, that's how I think of rest. Okay. So for me, absence of activity, I know one thing right off the top of like, I know that if I'm in this busy state, the first thing I need to do is clear my schedule. Um, I need to go somewhere. I need to go out of Charlotte. Um, and I need to just take time. Um, that's, that's how I've identified as like, this is rest for me. Um, but my call to action that I, I try to do every, every week is like, okay, what does my schedule look like? Where am I going to build in these buffers? for me to rest because you know some weeks are, are busier than the than others and that just has to do with you know the ebbs and flow of life but that still shouldn't hinder my ability to put in time to rest so what I always do is I'm like all right Steph where is your rest this week that's what I ask myself where's where's your rest um what day is it on what time is it and make that appointment because this is a boundary that you need for yourself, for your mental, yeah. spiritual, emotional, physical, all of those things. I need this for myself. And, it, you know, it goes back to those boundaries of like some season it looks different than others. And sometimes the boundaries are like I need more rest in some seasons than I do in others. But that's something that I would encourage everyone else to ask themselves, okay, where's my rest this week? Where am I putting it in? What time? and what day, and you almost put it in your calendar like it's an appointment. It's an appointment for yourself to, to, to take time to either spend with God. Maybe it's, um, maybe it's just to take a bath and read a book or go on a walk. And Jade, I know that's your thing. Light some candles, get you some music going. Sometimes you don't need no music. You need you a good book. Yes. Yes. So, um, that's something that I do. Uh, I schedule in rest. Sometimes I leave work early because I know that I, I, I will go in early in the morning. Cause look, this daylight savings is for the birds. So 
I will go in early and then I will leave before five, like around four 30 so that I can come home and go on a walk because I know that that's something that fills me up is going on a walk. And so sometimes it takes a little bit of creative scheduling. Um, so that I, cause I know that if I don't do that, it just starts this trickle of going South. And I don't like that. That I love that you said a scheduling rest. Indeed, when you said schedule rest, I feel it made me think of people when they work out, right? You yeah. and you have rest days in your workout. So to me, like you can schedule rest days when you work out. Why can't you schedule a rest day for your mental, spiritual, and emotional rest? And I feel like for emotional rest, um, that could be either um I wouldn't I don't know. That would be, a, I don't know. Some people might think of mental rest. Uh, I mean, I mean, emotional rest could be from therapy. I'm not. I was gonna say that. Yes, I am a huge proponent of that. Yeah. Every single month. Yeah, that's on the calendar. Sometimes twice because yeah. life happens. Unload. Um, I mean, I don't know if that would be considered rest for some people because you are unloading and you also are like diving through it. But I guess that is initiation of some type of rest because you're not festering or um, continuously thinking about whatever thing you're working through with a therapist um, or issue working through with a therapist. So, and you have to schedule time for that as well. So I, I, I really hope that myself and other people take that time to evaluate when in the week can that rest be. And you also stated the flexibility of your rest. It changes from week to week. You might have your your Sunday rest might be might be a Monday rest next week, um, but finding time to put schedule that is important. And sometimes that rest can be with your significant other, and sometimes that rest mm-hmm. can be solo, like our bath time. That's a solo act, you know. No baby, no husband, no boyfriend, no dog, nobody. It's just you and either you and God or just you by yourself. Um, so yeah, I I really think that um, I agree. Rest is not spoken about in church at all and it's something that we definitely need to visit um in something that i hope hopefully from this podcast people will take into consideration and start implementing um because god calls us to it um to mm-hmm. his presence and his peace that he can give us through that rest um and however you and god communicate that to work that's what that can be because um everybody's relationship with god is different right um yeah for me through this season worship has been the way that i've communicated with god that's where i've gotten my peace of peace from god that's what um initiates most of my prayers and my thought thoughts that i have um but some people it's through scripture and some people it's spoken through other people through friendships and relationships and in and, and churches and pastors so it could be whatever your relationship with god looks like figure out what that rest could be um, and when you can schedule it, because it's very essential. Um, we live in a culture that's go, go, go all the time. And, right. Um, we're always thinking about our next best thing to do, or our next thing to um, be active in, or our next thing to whatever. Why don't we think about our next rest day? What about our next moment of peace with God, moment of peace with just life in general? Because um, we think about it in other areas of life with work and vacation. We think about it. Um, with working vacation that that can bring out some anxiety within itself you know you have a deadline now to get all your work things done to get all your personal things done so that when you go you can rest on that vacation 
But up until then, that doesn't mean to busy yourself until you get to that one point of vacation rest. You should still be implementing that on a weekly basis. Um, kind of hard to get rest on a daily basis because um, I feel like a lot of people think of that rest as your nighttime. Like, oh, I'm going to go to bed early. Nah, let's find some active awake time of rest. No, I think this was a great conversation. I hope that people that listen to it um, receive it well. Um, I hope that this creates the conversation for more people to seek out rest in their everyday. Um, and uh, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. <laughs>